everyone. My name is Jordan Lewis. Welcome to this episode of the Re-Evolved Media Revolution podcast, where we talk to Canada's underground hip-hop talent and use one of the most influential genres to help us understand a bit more about ourselves. This episode features Unborn 403. Now, this episode has been split in two halves by fate, with almost two months between when each half was recorded. While those details you will hear about in the interview, I would like to point out the clear difference in tones of our voices and the difference in how two people communicate when they first talk to each other and then a little while later after they've built some report and a bit of an understanding of each other is had. To me, it's night and day. Unborn 403 is an awesome dude and I look forward to working with him in whatever capacity in the future. One of the themes we discuss in this interview, or interviews, is breaking out of the individualism and close-hearted introversion that prevents us from being our true selves. I personally believe that other people can be mirrors for how we see the world or even for how we see ourselves, and gaining a better understanding of that can only be beneficial. Through Reevolve Media, we are doing our best to connect the underground hip-hop community of Canada, and it's become clear how important that is, especially now that COVID has kept us divided for well over a year. We have the tools, we have the people, we just need to keep moving, no matter what acts of nature or other delays slow us down. Now here's Unborn 403. All right, everybody, I'm here with Sean. He goes by Unborn, a rapper out of Calgary, Alberta. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, Jordan. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Awesome. And from what I can see in your track record here, you dabble in mixing and mastering as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, from, you know, from an early age, from when I started, you know, making hip hop music, I was more so, you know, quote unquote, just the rap guy, you know, but then I realized, uh, you know, I had to kind of branch out and, uh, yeah, start to kind of dabble in mixing and mastering as well. With your releases, I've got you pegged for a start in 2019, at least for putting out music officially. Is that is that kind of roughly when you started? Professionally sounding, yes. I did start uh, kind of more 10 years ago, uh, you know, from writing to, oh, to yeah. freestyling to, you know, like four or five years ago, I started okay. recording and, you know, it's all Forming over the, the place. Craft. Yeah, yeah, right. I feel you. Right. Okay, so you've been kind of hip hop oriented for about 10, 10 plus years then. Yeah, myself personally, yes. That's dope, man. And so it started with freestyling? Yeah, for me personally, it was, you know, more of a high school thing. Me and my buddies would try out and, you know, it'd be something uh, to kind of pass the time and, you know, something that kind of stuck with me more so, uh, more than, you know, my friends and they kind of fell off of it. But uh, yeah, that's kind of how it started out. And um, more so trying to get onto a beat, trying to make a song, trying to have a flow, trying to, you know, understand the whole musical process as a whole. So so it turned in from like a cultural kind of hobby thing into a, a career move. For yeah, you. yeah, something I never kind of took seriously, but uh, more so as it developed, I took it more seriously and uh, saw interest in it and had passion in it for sure. So that's dope, man. And when did you start diversifying your talents into the mixing and mastering? Was that right around your starting releasing in 2019? That is correct. Yes, that's about the time that I started to uh, try to develop my own sound. And uh, even if you listen to a couple of those first tracks I actually had, and even if you listen to something now, you can even see, you know, the uh, the development in that sound and that uh, mastering and uh, mixing aspect. So yeah, that's about the time I started uh, doing it for myself kind of thing. Where do you get most of your information from when it comes to uh, learning in that area? Uh, to be honest with you, totally from um, one of my homies that I actually started this whole hip hop rap thing with. You have a mentor. With. Yes, sir, I do. And uh, you can kind of see a lot of uh, my releases. It'll either uh, collab with him or uh, yeah. he collabs with me. Uh, his 
that's the homie version two. Uh, version check them two, out. Okay, I was gonna guess. Yeah. Yeah, version two. Uh, I learned a lot of uh, what I did. You know, from the technological aspect, we kind of grew up with uh, YouTube and doing our own. You know, funny videos, things, and you For know, sure. streaming yeah, games. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. That's pretty much how that started out. So yeah, he kind of learned the whole. He started making his own beats, and he kind of was the guy who would quote unquote engineer our music when we first started. And uh, I kind of learned everything I did from him. And then, you know, he's still teaching me to this day. It's really awesome. That's wild, man. And how long yeah. have you and Version 2 been homies? Oh, probably uh, about like longer than 10 years. But uh, that's kind of oh, why it goes back. Since the freestyling days. Oh, yeah. That's, that's when it, it started way back for him and I. But uh, yeah, him and I probably since like 12. So uh, like close to 12 years, probably 11 years now. That's crazy, man. That's that's yeah. dope that you kept it together for so long and that you're both uh, gunning towards the same industry as well. Oh, for sure. And, uh, you know, and everything, he kind of branched out into a bunch of different things. He's really talented, by the way. You know, he's got, you know, he designs websites and he codes his own video games and stuff. But uh, it's awesome that he's able to kind of use his uh, skills and we can kind of use it in our industry here and teach each other things you know like now we're trying to push into photography and other avenues for sure so that's dope man it's yeah. always great to diversify your talents man you become kind of un completely unrestricted in your craft when you when you do that oh for sure and it's a great way to meet other people you know other than just trying to uh you know share your music with other people um you know presenting the same opportunities that you kind of have now like uh i just did a photo shoot with another artist in the city here the other day and uh a great way to kind of get your name out and get practice and uh you know promote them as well so that's awesome man it's like a it's a really different kind of genuine way to network for sure and uh you know it was what kind of started off as a little bit uncomfortable um as the photo shoot went on and progressed it it became natural and very fluid and you know we were really happy with the result and so was he so uh yeah, check out the homie Christian Archibald. Uh, we did a photo shoot for him the other day. He did some art on my page, and you can check that out on my Insta. So photography, you're a rapper, you do your mixing, mastering. What what other talents do you have under your belt that kind of relate or, or at least help with uh, the overall man that is unborn? Um, A little bit of, uh, you know, I'd say a little bit of just uh, knowing how to work with people. You know, my background, I'm not really too, um, you know, as far as music goes. I mean, I've worked in, you know, mechanic shop. I work in the trade industry right now. I'm a blue collar worker, um, but but uh, you know, learning how to work with people, different situations, uh, having the um, discipline and the mindset, you know, that I got to go out there and I got to go get it for myself, and uh, you know, just kind of seeing things that a lot of people don't see, and uh, having to sometimes lead industries that uh, you have to build connections with, and kind of you know have people trust you to kind of move forward, you know, so. For sure, man. And honestly, through your music, I can tell that that, uh, that same mentality precedes your blue collar days that you've kind of grown up on this lifestyle. No, yeah. And I'm, I, it's great that I can kind of have that insight, you know, because uh, my father, you know, uh, he kind of got me into that. And he's all my life's kind of, you know, been working on the road, but very disciplined, for sure. Very insightful, very wise, um, very hardworking, you know, kind of gives me that work ethic and, you know, uh, work ethic beats talent mentality, you know, and uh just um, that consistency and perseverance for sure. That's the truth, man. And I, I believe that as well, because I don't know, I've had this argument before. I think it was with my brother where he believed that people are kind of born with it. But as much as I think that can be true to an extent, you can hustle, you can work, you can grind and you can beat out anybody who's been born with it. No, I agree with that 100 percent. And, you know, the people that get complacent and they get comfortable with the fact that they got it. 
are the people that are getting, you know, crossed at the finish line every single time. Exactly. They get knocked out at the last moment and they're surprised. It's classic tortoise and hare story. I was just I was just going to say that. It's funny you say that. And it's <laughs> these simple stories, you know, that uh, whether it's our kind of age group or, you know, whether it's just the, uh, stuff that sticks with us, I, I, I agree. And it just brings it back to those, uh, you know, stories just you hear as a kid. Stories. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. Sorry, go on. No, no, I was I was just agreeing with you. It's exactly how it is, and you never you never actually key into how it relates until you you have these types of conversations. Oh, and when you try to uh, educate the young, you know, like uh, I have oh, my sure. I have my nephew kind of staying with me right now, and uh, just trying to not being a parent and being at this young age and trying to educate the younger about um, you know values and principles and morals and all things you know, good stuff you kind of wish you were shown at a young age. So. Yeah, man, I, I agree. I, I I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. Trying to be the person that you needed when you were younger is one of the keys to life. Exactly. And if, you know, I can portray that through my music, you know, I, I feel like even that's a growing sense for me as much as, you know, mixing was. Uh, at first, it was like, you know, bangers and trying to have, you know, the hardest sounding music around. But now I feel the challenge and the reward and the satisfying is having like that more like Nipsey Hustle approach where, you know, you got that like that like street shit, but it's like, every you know everybody's kind of feeling it as much as everybody's feeling everything else right now and you know money and everybody wants to be up it's like how can i talk about you know being down but still making it up at the end of the day you know so For i've been sure. on that shit lately too just uh previously talking about just like hustling and getting that uh disciplined mindset you've put out you've put out a lot of singles since you've been active uh yeah, from what I can see here, man, you put out a crazy amount of singles. 2019 starting, you it looks like you've got you're in the you're in the you're in the 20s, I think it seems like, or at least cutting it close. Yeah, I'm cutting it pretty close, and you know that's really um, that took a while to develop. And I was in the same mindset, you know. I thought, oh, you know, before, and this is when I was less developed, you know what I mean, less educated, less informed, um, less driven. Uh, I was like, you know, I can I can go get it tomorrow. I have my own studio set up. I can yeah. sit back and I can just do whatever it's I want to do easy. today. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, what people don't understand. And, you know, when I mentioned the 10 years, it like kind of catches people off guard sometimes. But it's like anything you do, you know what I mean? Any degree you go for, any 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 craft you're trying to develop, you know what I mean? The more time you get behind your belt, the better, you know what I mean? So I had to, you know, learn how to, again, get onto a beat and then how to sound good, how to lyrically sound good how to flow control your breath yeah. all of that right so people don't understand you know what i mean people seem to blow up in a year or half a year or two years and they don't understand no nah, they really be just been going for almost a decade you know before that started to really shine so that's the truth they don't they don't know the the grind and the hustle that happened before yeah and you know i felt uh, before i mixed and uh, made my own music i felt like i was kind of lacking and i was waiting on other people to get stuff done and I realized, you know, it, it kind of took a fallout with one of my with one of my homies that I was kind of close with. We're good now. But I mean, it kind of took a realization that, you know, like I could provide so much more. And instead of waiting on other people, I can go out and do that myself. So, you know, that's kind of what led me to want to drop as many singles as I did. And like I didn't want to start professionally releasing and like putting stuff on streaming platforms until I knew I had backup. I knew if I was inactive for a couple months or if I was out of town for a couple months, I could still be dropping stuff on the side. So that's why I kind of set it up that way. And that's why even right now, you know, I've kind of been, I haven't really dropped since I think like maybe uh, November, December, but I've been kind of working on myself musically, my sound, you know, what I've been going through, how I can relate that. And now I got a bunch of other singles. I got a bunch of tapes on the, on the way. So, you know, it's going to be a good year for me musically, um, mentally, physically, 
you know, uh, regardless of everything going on in the pandemic, it's been a lot of time to hone my craft and, uh, you know, decide where I want to put my passion. So it's been that's awesome. Great, man. Yeah, that's good. That's really good to hear. Mm-hmm. And just going, going back to that fallout, I guess you had with your friend, is that also related to how your name came about? Uh, like, what do you mean? Sorry. Uh, the, the name that you go by unborn. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that for a bit, because yeah, when I hear unborn, my mind instantly goes to, to undead, right? Being, being, uh, the dead returning back to life. And then unborn on the other hand would mean life returning back to whatever is prior, I guess. Right. And you know, I, um, with the whole name was a whole, you know, uh, that was the hardest thing for me. It wasn't, um, for sure, dude. it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, figuring out how I was going to get my voice out there or how I was going to make, you know, make my music. It was, you know, what my name was going to be. And, uh, you know, I had kind of names here back and forth and then I realized somebody already took that or I didn't know how to relate to that. And finally, yeah. you know, I don't really remember the story, but, uh, you know, I guess, uh, my homie and I were chopping it up one day and, you know, he was, uh, I, I, I guess he kind of threw it out there, but I, I guess I kind of related to it cause it was like, well, you know, like I'm kind of like undeveloped, unheard of, nobody knows who I am kind of thing. So though it kind of strikes people as a weird name, I also kind of use it to my benefit cause it was like, Oh, you don't know me now, but like what I'm really pushing for is you're going to know one day. So that's my whole philosophy behind it. I'm unborn. I'm unheard of right now, you know, but that's what my, my, my hard work and, you know, my effort is going towards is no matter hey. what it is, is I'm a pop somehow, whether it's photography in my work industry, music, I'm, I'm going to keep pushing for that no matter what. So that's why I'm unborn. That's dope, man. I feel that. And it's edgy. It's catching. And it almost seems as though like, and I don't know if this is in the plans or not, but that after the pop does happen that you might pass this chapter on and take on another name. That's kind of what I was thinking. You know, I was kind of worried about that at first. But, you know, a lot of big artists have kind of done that jump back and forth. Oh, this is what they used to call me kind of deal. And this is what I am now. You know what I mean? Like, one of my biggest inspirations is uh, Nas, for example, you know, go by yeah. like uh, Nasty, Nas, Escobar, yeah, you know, yeah. like a, a whole bunch of different names, you know. So uh, I, I'm not kind of worried about developing it in the future because my whole chapter and my whole what I want to show in my music is growth. So I don't nec- I'm not necessarily worried about, you know, adapting or changing into something, um, you know, given the circumstance and, you know, like when. So. Yeah, that's definitely something I might uh, be interested in, you know, because I was thinking of playing off my whole name before, like my name's Sean Knox, you know, so yeah. my music, uh, my music Knox, you know, something like that. So I was I thinking something you, yeah. in that avenue, kind of yeah, yeah, when yeah. people know who Sean Knox is. The name for exactly. Sure. So when they kind of know who that is. But yeah, for now, it's just kind of, you know, gives that little bit of mystery, gives that little bit of like, what, like, why would you choose that name? So it definitely uh, sparks conversa- conversation and kind of sparks interest that way. For sure. But uh, yeah. one, one thing I will say is I had to throw in the 403 because, you know, the search results just weren't there with my name. Whereas, uh, you know, like version two, you go search up his name. His name's the only thing that comes up on Google. Yeah. His name's the only thing that comes up on YouTube. But like mine, you really got to fight through the search results to find mine. Right. So that's why I threw in that 403. And that kind of helps my uh, finding my name that way. So. Oh, interesting. Is 403 part of the part of what you go by then? Or is that just part of your the handles for social media? Um, I would say a little bit of both. Um, okay. Sometimes Either it's or. in my songs. Sometimes, like, I change my YouTube and my Instagram and everything to it. But if you notice on Spotify and, like, Apple Music, it's still just on Born. So 
um, between drop re-releasing all my music under another platform and getting it off all the stores and stuff like that, it's just kind of a headache for me at this point. So, um, <laughs> you know, bro. you know, yeah. it's it's a bittersweet feeling. So until you know, I, I'm able to uh, kind of do something about it that way. It's kind of a little bit of both. You know, I kind of go by Unborn 403, but you know what I mean. It's not like that on streaming platforms, but it is on my socials. So it's it's a little bit confusing, but. Nah, we'll stick with the fucking 403. We'll yeah, stick with that. exactly, bro. Yeah. And then who know, who knows how things will change in the near future, months exactly. or years? Like anything can happen. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, in, in 2019, since you started, you've been on that hustle, bro. You've been releasing mad singles. Uh, what what do you find is the benefit in releasing singles over collections? Since that's been kind of your like go to method here. Um, you know, I think it was. Uh, I can't really quote it, and um, I just want to make a quick example of it, and you know kind of move on and to my own example but i think it was like a joiner lucas interview or something and he was kind of saying you know uh you know drop as many singles as you can get as much exposure as you can kind of that way keep the momentum rolling get your name out there in as many platforms as you can instead of putting something together that you might not have attracted people with yet like if i'm constantly flooding your, your 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 feed with you know high quality content good sounding music singles every time over me promoting the same album over and over again i just feel like it gets more traction that way until you grow that fan base and you know developing singles and making singles has actually helped me make projects because it actually has given me more insight to not only who unborn 403 is but who sean knock is so you know developing some more singles practicing 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 more over time rather than you know what I mean? Focusing on one thing, which I'm kind of getting more into now. Uh, I felt like it just kind of let me spread myself out and divers- diversify a little more. I so, like the way you put that, man. That makes yeah. sense to me. It's like it's like flexing a whole bunch of different muscles rather than focusing on key or different areas specifically. Well, and I, and and I'm I'm glad you kind of see it that way. And like I'm I'm totally for you know what I mean. Sticking to one area, developing one area before kind of spreading yourself thin. However, now that I kind of have the knowledge and, you know, I've developed the confidence and, you know what I mean, kind of more respect in, uh, you know, in the scene, uh, it's a little bit easier to kind of focus more on a project now than, you know what I mean, rather than just trying to constantly gain traction off of, you know, singles. So Yeah, man, that, that's awesome. That's dope. So what uh, what's kind of changed in your in your vision now that you are currently working on collections or sorry here? Um, just trying to get that, uh, you know, well-roundedness feel. Cause again, it's a, it's a development. So kind of like I mentioned, you know, first being able to flow on a beat, rap on a beat, you know what I mean? Breathe on the beat, get comfortable sure. on the beat, sound For good sure. on the beat. Um, it's, it, it, it's kind of developed in that sense. Cause now that I kind of have that confidence down, it's like, now what story can I tell now? What emotion can I give now? What theme can I give now? What? Oh, I so, so now that I kind of understand what I'm trying to do, I can kind of understand what picture I'm trying to paint and what kind of script I'm trying, you know what I mean? So now and that did you just know that you were ready for that, did it just click or was well, it just yeah. like, now's the time? I think that re- more recently when uh, COVID just popped off last year in March, um, I started working with a producer from Ontario yeah. and uh, he was actually really good to me. He was, he never really sold beats before and him and I started working and, you know, we started doing business that way. And uh, he sent me a bunch of hard beats that, you know what I mean? Develop my style. Like I never seen yeah, before. Yeah. That's um, they were really high BPMs, for example. So I found my tempos were a lot quicker. I was rapping and flowing a lot faster. My breath control was crazy. 
uh, my bars and my delivery again. So I was just like really excited. That was like a, a burst of creative energy for me because, uh, you know, uh, working with a new producer again, that just sparked uh, a whole bunch of creativity working with somebody. For new, sure, right? Yeah. So that kind of, once he sent me a bunch of beats and like, I almost felt like he was my like, mustard to my yg you know what i mean we we're we we're ready to cook <laughs> yeah, up and yeah, this yeah. guy was you know loyal to me we were ready to cook up i was like all right cool so you know he sent You're me just vibing off each other's styles yeah yeah and he he's kind of down for my style i'm down for his and you know we're about the same demographic same age you know what i mean we both live in canada so yeah yeah we already got that connection right so um you know what I mean? He's uh, he's awesome, by the way. Well, she trapped. We've done a bunch of songs together already, and I think we only have one song right now out. But we got a whole tape ready to go, and uh, you know I've been trying to get a couple dope Calgary artists on it, and uh, just make sure it's ready by the time I want it to go. Because just like I said, you know, on, on one hand I want singles, I want to rock them out. Like I was doing two a month, every single month for a while. As yeah. much as I want to rock out singles, now that I feel more developed. I want to make sure that that's per. It's called Immaculate, the tape I'm doing with Welshie right now, and I kind yeah, of tease yeah. that. I want it to be Immaculate by the time it comes out. I don't want you to be able to hear any fuzz, any glitches, any static, and too much reverb here. Like, I want yeah, you yeah. to no listen flaws. to that, and that's polished. And, like, now that I'm that's trying sick, to think dude. of the skits I can do for that, and that kind of came naturally in a sense. I knew I was ready for a project. And then once I saw that, I was like, every producer i started to work with i was like damn if i make one more track with like more than one track with this guy we're gonna do a project because i want to just have that diversity and you know one more inspiration i kind of i kind of have and like um i look up to is freddie gibbs and he's a little bit more underground you know what i mean but he's yeah, been, yeah like soundtrack to like grand theft auto 5 and stuff like that not many people know him but uh he's got a whole a whole like uh, a whole ass portfolio under his belt like he's got from producers with like you know, Mad Lib to trap producers, like he's got the, you know what I mean, more classical sound to the really yeah, trap yeah. sound to the really. So like, I just kind of want to be a, a, a good at kind of all avenues and try different things. So that's why I've been trying to work with so many different producers. Like since 2019, I've probably done business and you know what I mean, sent money and 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 got exclusive rights to more than like 10 to, you know, 15 producers. Like, not a lot of people want to go out and not only work with other people, but actually explore those avenues, pay people what they think they're worth, try to develop a good business relationship that way. So it's been really busy as far as meeting people, working with people, learning different styles, learning so much about myself, learning how to deal. That's the natural evolution that consistently releasing those singles has come up to as well. But uh, hey, listen, we're going to take that quick break I told you about, and then we'll just get right back to it. And we're going to listen to Unborn 403's 2021 Freestyle. Enjoy. Start off from the beginning Destined a dream, my goals to be winning I had to condition my mind as a prison I needed a purpose for why I was living I swear I'm thankful all that I'm giving Told these fuckers I'm blessing, I'm driven Told these bitches I'm not with the gimmicks I told all my homies won't stop till I'm finished I'm up in my city, running up digits Cooking these chickens, washing no dishes Swim with the sharks, don't fuck with no fishes Do what I can, I ran out of wishes I'm addicted like Richard, I'm painting the picture These words visualize, I'm writing the scripture I'm getting my roll on, lighting the swisher Taking this liquor right to the liver I got me a bag in a minute Whoa, stack 
Fucking every digit, yo, yo Who let me do all the spinning, ho? Who let me do all the spinning, ho, ho? Starting this year with no grudges That ain't my job, no, I'm not judging Using my judgment, no, I'm not budging I'm starting a family, I'm almost a husband We buy the home and we filled it with substance We light the room up as soon as we come in Taking my chances, I'm never running Taking my chances, I'm never running What? I got me a bag in a minute, whoa Stacking every digit, yo, yo Who let me do all the spinning, ho? Who let me do all the spinning, ho? ho? I got me a bag in a minute, whoa I can't count all of these digits, no Who let me do all the spinning, ho? Sky's the limit, my foot in the dough What's good, everyone? I'm back with Unborn. Unborn, how you doing, brother? I'm doing awesome, Jordan. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. It's Unborn 403, though, right? Should I refer to you as the whole string? Yeah, I'd prefer that, please. Of course, of course. Unborn 403, my man. We are back, and it's. Uh, it might sound a little weird as we're starting this recording for the listeners. It's going to be a smooth transition, but for us, it's actually been roughly a month. Has it been a month or two months? Since we've uh, recorded the first probably half. It's been about a month and a half, I'd say. In the a month and a half? That. It's It's yeah. been a minute. But uh, yeah, what happened was our, our our first half or our second half of our interview got corrupted because of uh, our initial issue that happened, the which was your the lightning strike in your house or whatever it was, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's something that we mentioned, we talked about in the second half of the interview last time. So let's, let's get into that right away. So All the right, first cool. reason... Our interview was cut short. We tried to we tried to set up our interview about a month and a half ago, and then we're like five minutes into setting up, and then this happens. So yeah, so uh, you know we were getting ready to set up the interview. It was about I can recall exactly what time it was probably like nine twenty six p.m. You know we were getting ready, and uh, it was around the time that we were having that funky weather. You know the meteor showers, uh, lightning storm in the Just winter, a whole you bunch know. of trippy shit. Yeah, yeah, all that crazy stuff, and um. I actually had a crazy day and a crazy week. So let me just like kind of give a little bit of backstory. You know, I had uh, just <laughs> started a position at a job and then unfortunately things kind of went south and, uh, oh, you know, man. I ended up quitting that same week. Um, it was a part-time position anyway, but there was a lot of energy surrounded in that moment and it was kind of uh, really intense that day. And then later that night, you know, uh, things started popping off with the lightning and whatever. And I was in, I was in the studio, I was in the basement, just getting set up. And, you know, I hear this big, like, this uh, big like boom and like my speaker starts like making this really big feedback noise you know what I mean I was like what the hell happened did I blow something in the wall did you know my my electric panel short or something and I run upstairs and uh, my nephew who was with me at the time says oh like there's a fire outside there's a fire outside and I guess uh, (laughs) you know lightning struck our tree grounded to our old gas line it was one of those old metal gas lines grounded to the gas line blew that started a fire and uh, yeah it was a you know, a crazy night. Um, not only, you know, having lightning strike your tree, uh, I had a real Canadian moment with my neighbors, you know, they came over <laughs> in their house coat and slippers and started stomping it out and throwing snow on the fire. And before I could hey, even get my extinguisher that was neighbor. out and they probably, they, they already walked away and I didn't even get a chance to thank them. So no shout way. out my neighbors for that. <laughs> they pretty much saved you and then just peaced out. Yeah. They didn't even want any glory or anything. They're like, I got to go put on some clothes. <laughs> oh that's hilarious man that's probably all it was they're like I, i'm not dressed for this i just i just needed to react yeah it actually snowed quite a bit that night too so we had the firefighters coming out and we weren't allowed to go in the house for a little while and you know i had yeah. some studio equipment damaged and a bunch of stuff but uh it was crazy for sure like our tree uh it, it, there's like light like you can see where the lightning struck and travels down all three trees like we've got the tallest trees on the in the neighborhood and yeah they they, they got hit so 
Bro, that's 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 uncanny for sure. That's, that's so such a crazy story. And it's more or less why the second half of our interview got corrupted because it's uh your laptop charger got fried yeah. from that occurrence, right? Yeah, and I haven't so, been so able our, to use my laptop since. Yeah, and our interview cut out right when your laptop died. And I guess, I don't know, this platform we use just decided to, I guess it saves on your end. I'm not too sure, but it ended up not coming to us. But it is what it is, and here we are today. Yes, sir, and I'm glad that uh, we could finish this, you know, and for having me. I really appreciate that. Yeah, of course, man. So uh, in the month and a half <laughs> we've been missing, what have you had going on? You've, you've picked up this new job that's occupied a ton of your time, but have you had a lot of time to do uh, music otherwise? Oh, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's actually been my job for a while now. I'm just on call kind of thing. So okay, uh, in, between, in between working, I try to put as much music to or as much time towards music and, you know, obviously my personal life and stuff. But uh, I've been working on a couple things. You know, I uh, we went and shot. Uh, the homie version two and I and uh, a couple dancers from Calgary. We went and shot a music video. Uh, no I started working on a couple new songs, you know, mixed a couple new songs. How'd um, you get the group together for the music video? Uh, you know what? Actually, I've been wanting to do something cool for a music video for a long time. And that included showcasing some of, you know, Calgary's talent as well as trying of to get course, my own name man. out there, you know, trying to yeah. put other people on the map and do something cool. So um, I don't really remember how exactly I came across uh, my boy Ace, uh, Ace the Real Alchemist on Instagram. Oh, uh, yeah, I follow him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came across him somehow, and I was like, yo, like, I got a dope song. I see you do real dope stuff, and uh, maybe we could kind of link up, choreograph something, and... Uh, you know, he was, he was, he was open. He was honest. He was a hundred about it from the beginning, you know, like he picked the spot and the time he was offering to bring homies. We showed up. Um, they had, you know, some choreographed, but they weren't actually expecting to do the last half of the song, which was my buddy's verse. And yeah. they ended up freestyling the whole thing and it looked cohesive and sick hey. and awesome. And I'd love to work with them again. Shout out Ace and shout out Frankie. Uh, those guys came through and, uh, we got a music video on the way. So We've been That's cooking. wild, bro. And you guys are going to homebrew the editing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't know how to feel about it at first about editing because, you know, I, I obviously I wanted to look really sick and uh, editing course, isn't yeah. really my forte. But uh, we ended up, you know, I lined up the clips and my homie, we sat through it for, you know, probably like a week um, and just spread out separate days. We were just sitting down and what can we do here? What can we do here? Transitions, you know, so uh, it oh, is edited. It's, it's ready to go and I'm pretty excited nice. for it to come out. Oh, bro, when's the drop? Um, well, here's the funny thing. I'm kind of doing it backwards. I'd say probably like a week <laughs> or two max, but I haven't even posted the song yet. So I wanted to get it on streaming platforms and then drop the video. Um, so I'm just trying to get some art done for the song right now. And then I'm going to drop the video here probably within the next two weeks. The open is that part of your like promotion and marketing strategy to release it on streaming first and then the video? Yeah. And, uh, you know, get, um, line up some promo, you know, I've been contacting different pages and different people that I can kind of push hey, this out dude. to. So you're putting in the time and effort and money into this project, eh? Yeah, and uh, you, that's the way I want to go for the rest of, uh, you know, making music is uh, just trying to put a little bit of that extra money that I can, that I, you know, I could put in, in the silly other little places, just investing it back into the music, you know, so. Of course, man, and then keep hitting that bar and maintaining that consistent quality that we know and love. Exactly. That's dope, man. Uh, one of the things we touched on last time we were speaking is uh, you, your consistent releases of singles and the development of your style has brought you to the point where you are today and just working with the uh, from different angles and including your different collaborations that you've worked with. I know version two, your your boy, I forget who the other one we had talked about before. I think it was Beats by Pete. 
Yeah, there's that, uh, that's that's yeah, Beats by Peter. That's uh, the guy who I pretty much um, started uh, doing official releases with, and yeah, started yeah. Uh, you know actually branching out into doing collabs with other people because uh, that really got me out of my comfort zone. You know, working with somebody who I kind of knew but wasn't too close to, sure. and then we kind of just built the chemistry that way. It just made me want to go outsource and be a little more extroverted. So. And dude, I think that's incredible. And now you've come to this point of extreme outsourcing where you're finding just random people in the city to not only promote your stuff with, but to like promote the industry as a whole. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely a big thing to make connections, you know, and we kind of talked about last time having a having a team, you know, because everybody talks about doing things themselves, but uh, you need good people around you that bring different things to the table to kind of not only teach you and to grow, but so you guys help each other out in that aspect too, right? So. I agree 100%, bro. One one of the lines that sticks close to me is the, you can get, fuck, what is it? You can get further alone, but you, no, fuck, it'll come to me. Word, get, oh, no. shit. Does it, does it ring a bell at all? I, no, I barely said anything. You get there mm. faster together, but further, nah, fuck it. All right, I'm tapping out of this. I think, I just think that's <laughs> dope that you're fucking trying to, so you're, you're saying that you're trying to build a team then, essentially? So you're going to have these people that you're working with consistently, be it dancers or uh, maybe like the features and producers that you work with? Yeah, hopefully. Um, pr producers more so, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't want to... I, I want to keep the dance thing, like specifically, I guess I'll touch on the dance. I want to keep that fresh. I don't want to overuse that, but I still okay, want to have fair. connections to those homies, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But so when the producers, time comes, you can always reuse them as well. Exactly. And you know what I mean? If they have something they want to do or they, I can help them out in some way, you know what I mean? I'd totally love to hey, be I there to you. bat for those guys too, however, however I could. So. so it's like building the connection so that the work can go either way. That's brilliant, yeah, man. Yeah. That's dope, mm -hmm. dude. I think that's a great way to not only diversify your scene, but uh, I, I just love it because it's like stimulating our hip hop economy in a sense. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and, and i feel uh, like that's exactly what we need because uh the motivation's pretty low these days there's not a ton of options no and uh part of it comes from you know working kind of with what you've got i mean um not that you know uh everybody's got people at disposal but like for example <laughs> i never even met ace before and you know i hit him up and i was like yo here's the plan what's the plan what can, what can we wait what can we make work and he was just very malleable and moldable like he was down to do whatever he was down to listen he was down to like him and frankie they were both down to pitch ideas and those are the kind of guys you need around you that are willing to contribute to the whole goal you know what i mean rather than the For people sure. who kind of just want to be around to be around you know what i mean so it's nice to have people around that are contributing and you know what i mean um they're even helping us like produce the thing because no the way. story behind that was is we were supposed to be a backup camera because you know what i mean uh my girlfriend and i just started our own little photography thing yeah, so yeah that was supposed to be for our portfolio kind of thing and then the main camera didn't show no we're way. like all right fuck it we're i think we're about to shoot like this whole ass music video we should just like you know what i mean and and it all just came together perfectly so moral of the story it might not always be planned out and you can get things wrong a, a thousand times, but we got it right that time. And I think that's going to show in the video. So, again, you know, I don't want to gas these guys up too much, but shout out Ace, shout out Frankie, shout out Version 2. Um, this video is going to be dope in my bag two weeks from now, hopefully. And uh, that's just going to be up. So. That's dope, man. I love it. I'm looking forward to it. That's the kind of energy I love putting into it, too, man. It seems like you've got this shit on lock, even though you're so busy and you're in your professional life outside of music, you've still got this kind of like the gears are always turning and you've always got your mm -hmm. moves planned out, which is sick, mm -hmm. man. Not a lot of people have that. No, and I hate to be stagnant, you know what I mean? And uh, like even look, 
I, I, I get into competition with myself. I see I haven't dropped music in a month, and I'm like, damn. Like, I used to be dropping music every two weeks. I need to get back on it. So Yeah, what happened to me? Yeah. Exactly. So Through your music, you I remember you said you'd uh, achieve. Was it through your music? You said you had achieved some mental and spiritual growth, and it really changed you. Not only as a person, as Sean Nock, but as Unborn 403, the artist. Yeah, yeah. Um, just uh, like Was there a trying moment to... in time that it happened or was it just kind of like a casual transition? It was a transition. It was it was a compound effect. It was multiple things that led to, you know what I mean, life experiences and music and trying to channel those life experiences into music. Because, you know what I mean, as easy as it sounds to go make like a track about your life and make it relatable and make it just some heartfelt shit. It's really hard to do that sometimes if that's not like all you're constantly focused on. You know what I mean? Like That's true. If you're out of the mindset, you can't really write for it. Well, yeah. And uh, I had to try to get, learn how to diversify in the fact that, well, before... You know what I mean? I was just making music to make music. And then I was making music to, you know, have that like catchy banger, like bump your head to every like banger. And then it was like, well, I can't just do that. I got to, you know what I mean? Um, have some kind of fulfillment for myself and know that I'm doing something real for myself. And I guess that's kind of where that transition came from. What direction has that more or less set you in, in terms of like your writing style that you want to, or, or the messages that you want to portray? Um, it's helped a lot because it's uh, helped me realize who I am and what message I want to portray and uh, what kind of avenues I want to go. So like going forward, I just know that, you know what I mean? I have to, you know, be true to myself, um, be confident in my abilities, uh, stand behind what I'm saying. What does that look like now compared to what you were writing before, I guess, in terms of like the themes of your music or, or do you have kind of like a goal for what you want your fans to identify you as? I, I probably should do this more in my writing process, but I, I haven't really considered what I would hope people would view me as. I just kind of, you know, do my own thing and just try to be to keep it as real as possible and try to have as many different styles as I can. And then, you know what I mean? What you want to yeah. kind of interpret. That's the thing about art. You can kind of interpret it however you want, right? So um, I try to keep it real. And I, I, I don't really sit there and say I want people to think, I'm the hardest guy in the city or I'm the realest guy in the city. I just try to keep it real and I just try to do me, you know, so. And whatever they take from it, they can take from it. And that's pretty much exactly what you said before, which is explained you're, you're uh, doing it for the fulfillment out of it. Right. Right. Knowing that the city has been super low key and it's going to be super low key as far as like performances and just like getting out there in terms of hip hop. Mm. Uh, what do you, what do you want to see in the near future? What do you, what do you think is going to happen in the near future for, working i guess in public or like you know what i mean just kind of getting out there because i see you're doing it already uh in working with these other people and doing these these music videos with kind of like groups but what other avenues do you see in the future for for i guess us in the community um well what i what i hope for and i guess what i think is going to happen are probably two different things um what i would hope for is that everybody gets their shit together and uh you know shows come back (laughs) and shit but we bro- both know that's not going to be for a while. Well, that's that's just it, right? So uh, hopefully there's different avenues. Um, Dude, I think it was supposed to be in the fourth phase mm-hmm. that they were going to do that. Mm-hmm. And now we've rolled back to phase one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. fourth phase they were going to do live entertainment. But I, I honestly haven't been following it too close. I just know that it's going to be probably going to be a while. Shit's got to change. Yeah, for sure. And that just... Uh, it open as many doors as it closes it can also open up some doors right so um what i would hope to see is more you know i've seen like people doing online tours 
um, you know what I mean, the online interviews, um, yeah, yeah, things like the YYC Hip Hop Daily freestyle I did. Like that was just a platform to get on where, oh yeah, for you sure, know what I mean. Sick. You didn't have yeah. to surround yourself by too many people and put yourself at risk if you didn't want to, but you still had a platform to go get yourself up on. So. Um, I'm hoping to see, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, outdoor shows, like I know they, um, I know of gatherings of all, I, 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 I'm not even sure what, uh, the rules and regulations are right now, but even to see, you know, outdoor gatherings or some way to regulate this. Cause I know there's ways around this. It's just, we got to find the loopholes and we got to stay smart about it because if we want it bad enough as artists and promoters and DJs, we're going to go find it somehow. Right? Like that's how cutthroat music and is and hip hop industry is. So I hope to for see, real, man. And I think you, you hit it on the head there with your two two suggestions. I think so. Yeah, just let's let's try some different things. You know, let's work with what we can, God. Instead of everybody getting in the same boat and saying, you know, fuck this, fuck COVID, having your own opinion. Let's just work together and figure out a solution where everybody can still get on their platforms and everybody can still make their money or can still do their thing. You know what I mean? So, word, bro. Honestly, <clears throat> just in in pretty much in line with what you just said, I say we can even take like the largest venues. Make them ten percent capacity. Can't we run them at that? I don't know. But even outdoor shows, that's brilliant. Whatever we can do to just keep people safe and still kind of just get out there, because I do feel like being in public and uh, we're performers, right? We're entertainers. It's got to be. We've got to fulfill that angle. Uh, what do you think that we can do more for that on those online performances? I know you mentioned uh, like doing live streaming, live tours, things like that. What do you think as like artists we should be doing more, or as as like promotional companies we should be doing more? You know. What do you think the media companies should be doing more of? As artists, I'd say reaching out more, um, outsourcing, asking what's the what, you know what I mean? Not being So just kind of networking? Networking for artists. I just had a really, it's either the stupidest thing any, everybody's ever heard or might be yeah. somewhat smart, but uh, this is my next <laughs> is my next point, sorry. But I was yeah, thinking like, why don't club pages, maybe clubs or like big venues or big, big businesses or big establishments, their own IG page or whatever, they host their own live and they pick out a poster or whatever, they pick out all their artists and then they, they can host these things live and like they have to make some kind of incentive, obviously, but like, for sure, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, uh, you, you come join this. And again, this is where the stupidest idea ever comes in. We fucking Uber you drinks or, or <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, come on, there's got to be some kind of fucking way we can make this work. Right. For, so for people to watch it. Well, yeah, or, or or to buy the tickets or to because you know what I mean? You could still make it like a, a, a paid avenue. So people are still getting the cut, but you still have think, to incentive. Like, yeah, you still have to incentivize it. People have to get something out of it. And and I can't speak because this is a biased opinion. I don't know everybody in the city. I don't know what people are doing, but maybe people aren't asking enough questions or people aren't asking for what they want. You know what I mean? So if people come to a promoter with an idea and the promoter doesn't have to do all the legwork, like somebody's willing to do it for them or somebody has an idea for an event. You know what I mean? I think people are a little bit, just like you said, just like uh, low key checked out. Like people don't want to explore those avenues right now. They just want to kind of do their own thing, but yeah. uh, we can still come together without being, you know, within six feet of each other or within a ma- whatever. There, there's still ways that we can come together is the point I guess I'm trying to make. And there's still That's ways we can do something. Or at least in the near future, it will get closer to that than having what things used to be. Yeah, and I f- I, I, I'm hoping this will bring everybody closer together, you know, as much as it's pushed everybody apart. Um, I've realized the value of connections and meeting people and making genuine connections. So uh, I'm I, where I hope it goes, I hope that people are less standoffish in the city because the scene 
I can't, I'm not like, I'm not pointing fingers oh, or anything, but people, some people, and this is any, in any industry, some people just want to see them do their thing and they don't want to meet other people. Right. So the scene's divided for real. Like you said before, man, we, we can grow together. Well, yeah. Fuck, I want to like, remember that quote. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to Google it earlier and I was like, what can I put to make this come up? Fuck, I think I just remembered it. You go, you can get there faster alone, but you can go further together. I that, think that's fucking it. That that sounds like that's it, and that sounds that's, very that's like, wise. That's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just took took my brain fucking maximum capacity to remember. <laughs> uh, we're we're hitting our overtime here, though, bro. You want to sign off and say anything to anybody who's listening? Let them know what's up. Yeah, just. Uh... Thanks for tuning in and uh, shout out Jordan, the homie, you know, keeping it real all the time, doing big things for Calgary scene. And uh, yeah, check out some of my music on streaming platforms on Born 403. Watch out for the music video in my bag. And uh, I just want to give one more shout out to the homies, Ace, Frank, Version 2, and, you know, my girlfriend, Madison, because she helped me out so much with the music video. And I fucking love you. Hey. Yeah. My man, always spreading that love. Thank you so much, Unborn403. I'm sorry for all the fucking crazy delays and weird weirdness that we had, but I'm sure it was all meant for a reason. I'm excited that we've finally been able to tie this Me up. Too. Me too, bro. I appreciate it, brother. All right, I'll talk to you later. Yes, sir. Take care, brother. Thank you. Peace. I really hope you enjoyed this interview with Unborn403. If you want to learn a little bit more about him and connect on some socials, head on down to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash unborn403. And we are going to listen to a track by him featuring D'Amelio called Militant. Enjoy. Unborn. Plug stuck in this bitch, yup. Yo, you already know, it's your boy Davies. And we got to grind all the time to make this shit right. And my man is really working. Listen to this shit, let's go. I call this move with a purpose. I keep my eyes on the serpent. I call this move with a purpose. Run up a bag and fuck up a purchase. I'm ripping and shipping and loading new clipping. And words be the high lows, beat be the tip to it. Moving ever so militant. Move with a purpose. I'ma keep killing shit. I call this move with a purpose. I keep my eyes on the serpent. I call this move with a purpose. Run up a bag and fuck up a purchase. I'm ripping and shipping and loading new clipping. And words be the high lows, beat be the tip to it. Moving ever so militant. Move with a purpose. I'ma keep killing shit. I call this move with a purpose uh, If I owned it, I earned it Every beat, yeah, I burned it Every lesson made me learn shit Waited and waited, now it's my turn Bitch, cleaning it up like I'm detergent Quick with the hands, call me a surgeon Hop in the booth and then I start purging I move with a purpose Direction in every step I be flexing on every rep Keep on watching, ain't finished yet I run this shit, still ain't breaking sweat Rookie still running like a vet I'm talking cash, won't take a check Mention my name, it's out of respect Yup, jump in the whip and then I start swerving Hard to tax me, knowing my worth is just like a wreck you scratching the surface Standing ovation, roll up the curtain I call this move with a purpose I keep my eyes on the serpent I call this move with a purpose Run up a bag and fuck up a purchase I'm ripping and shipping and loading new clipping And words be the high lows, beat be the tip to it Moving ever so militant, move with a purpose I'ma keep killing shit Bitch, I move with a purpose Bitches on me, yeah, I earned it I don't know what your concern is But you better mind your business Every day is new killings, yeah We really purge shit, we really merge shit Don't call my line up, let's buy money But something we're urgent I'm fresh as fuck, I ain't talking detergent Pull up at the back and black suburban Talking that shit, we don't swerve them These hoes wanna fuck out of curves I move like a general, yeah, that's a fact You talking in interview, I'm getting you whacked uh, yeah. You better listen to a boss 
this move with a purpose I keep my eyes on the serpent I call this move with a purpose Run up a bag and fuck up a purchase I'm ripping and shipping and loading new clipping And words be the high lows, beat be the tip to it Moving ever so militant, move with a purpose I'ma keep killing shit I call this move with a purpose I keep my eyes on the serpent I call this move with a purpose Run up a bag and fuck up a purchase I'm ripping and shipping and loading new clipping And words be the high lows, beat be the tip to it Moving ever so militant, move with a purpose I'ma keep killing shit